0: A bag up, bag
1: up, tear. Put it in reverse, tear. Put it in reverse. Oh, Lord, Lord, save. Oh, Lord, oh, save. What do I put you doing, tear?
0: Tell
2: us Good morning, good morning. It is, uh, January 6th, uh, 2023. Uh, try not to be too patriotic today. Uh, we don't want to get uh, flagged or, or have anybody show up at the doorstep looking for us. Uh, welcome to uh, episode 11 of the Hook's Tunnel Crew has
0: Episode 1 of the new year, is that right? Do uh, is we that, have one? Are we
2: doing that? This is the first of yeah, first one of the new year, yeah. but but uh, but are we starting over. No, okay. No, I'm just saying this is the first one. This of is the a first one of the new year,
0: 23. That's, hey, that's what you are in. We right?
2: had a we had a big bump in listens last week. I mean, like 25 compared to like 14 the week before. So, so I, maybe this is a trend that we're, we're we're we are gonna you know become you know go viral in in, in a good way. So, and who do we, we had
0: trip and. Who did we
2: have on? Had Jonathan and Tripp last Jonathan week.
0: Jonathan and Tripp, maybe, maybe those young cats.
2: I don't know. Yeah, that's crazy. So
0: <laughs> increase our listens.
2: Excited. we got a good show for you today. Uh, we're going to have uh, Mr. Jason Boston on. Jason's uh, somebody that I've known pretty much my whole life. He was a uh, 1987 graduate from Hooks High School. And if um, you went
0: to school in Hooks, you probably, you know, from the 70s to the 2000s, early 2000s, yeah. you, you probably knew knew
2: or had mr boston yeah his dad mr boston who was a, a great coach at hooks a great maybe even better teacher a biology teacher um but uh he's going to be on here in just a second with us talk about buckets with boston and just just life and just catching up uh, uh you know he, he graduated the same year my sister my sister did so they're they're pretty far up there so i mean we're going to catch up on a lot because it's, it's been a lot uh <clears throat> Him and her have lived a lot of life. I guess is what I'm saying. So, uh, but let's do some basketball real quick before he gets in here with us. What's going on, Chris? What's been up?
0: So, um, I guess Tuesday they, our boys, varsity and boys JV and the girls varsity traveled to Sabine. I know all three teams won. The varsity, I think it was a 48 46 game, mm. close game, but uh, we won. So went down there and swept the Sabine Cardinals. Good
2: deal. And Sabine is a big 3A, right? Yeah, they're a divi- good 3A. deal. Well, in football, and, I know now, right, it, yeah, it's in, just 3A. In
0: basketball, it's just 3A. But I guess I'm thinking
2: they're a little bit bigger than us. Yeah, what they, what
0: I they typically are a little bit bigger than us. Um, but, you know, David versus Goliath. We don't care, right? We, we don't bring care. them all. And
2: look, we just don't ever want to be Goliath, yep. right? So I guess we care then. And and
0: some more uh, basketball information. Landon Hamilton, he scored 26 in the, the tournament game against New Boston. And uh, he's up for Dave Campbell's Texas high school basketball yeah, player of the them. week. So I think today's the last day to, to go on and get your votes in. So um, – we shared the link on our on our page already this week, so if you if you can find that link, go go vote, and and you can vote as many times as you as you want. So you don't just have to vote once. So if okay. you got five or ten minutes, you want to uh, jump the votes up, put about twenty or thirty on there. That would probably help him out, and, and maybe he could he could win that that um, prestigious award because that's a big thing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Anytime. Anytime. Anytime you see high school sports and you see kids' names tied to Dave Campbell's in Texas, yes. that's, that's about as big as it yeah. gets. Yes, as far as state, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. absolutely. And so tonight we got, I know girls' varsity, boys' varsity. I, I assume it'll probably be the girls' JV since the boys' JV play on Tuesday. So there'll be three games tonight uh, starting at 4.30 or 5.00. Um, here in Hooks against the Redwater Dragons. Oh so it's a district game, district week for Oh my uh, first district game back from the break. I get there early. Yeah. The gym will be packed, especially since that the, the student council's putting on a the the stucco tortilla show, tortilla throw. Um, so you can purchase a tortilla for a dollar for six tortillas. I mean, maybe there's a tortilla
2: show too. We don't know. I mean, who knows what's going on?
0: So it's a it's a dollar (laughs) per tortilla, and it's six for five dollars. And they're going to throw tortillas at halftime of the varsity game, and you're going to throw them from the stands, and they're going to have an X on the gym floor. The tortilla that gets the closest to the X is going to win a prize. Um, This week's prize is a yard card from Sign Me Up, valued. Uh, at eighty five
2: dollars, Hey, you are a true professional because I did everything I could to just throw you off, and you just <laughs> kept on talking like I wasn't. It's like I wasn't even in the room. You just kept on talking. But so, in there,
0: there's something like a tortilla slap, right? The yeah, we, challenge. I, Let's we, do
2: that. We could do that. We 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 could, we'd right. have to do a, a, a do some maybe.
0: Video. M- I mean. I would think there would be a couple people that get really, really close to the X, right? Not just one. Yeah. So then if they're both real close to X, then you have a tortilla slap for the
2: winner. I'm just thinking we could bring some people on our show and do that and just video that, you know? Um, Maybe, uh, um, well, Eric Aiken's coming on next week. Can we just slap him a couple times? Tortilla slap to the face. For the the 91 Hornet, you know? Um, But, uh, so, hey, great show coming up. Um, Let's take a quick break. And then we'll get in. We'll have a, uh, I almost said coach Jason Boston. He was a coach, but he wasn't one of our coaches. Buckets with Boston. Buckets with Boston. Uh, gonna be a great time talking to him. We'll be right back. This break brought to you by Hooks Car Wash, where just like the city, we offer you water and the price is going up. <laughs>
0: all right everybody we're here uh we got a special guest uh uh i guess you want to say a famous hooks person um mr jason boston of the famous bostons bostons the hooks boston not the new or the old right the bostons so the bostons so jason uh we appreciate you coming on we know you uh you're a busy man and and you got a lot of things to do
1: and we really appreciate your time and 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 just coming on and being a part of the show Absolutely. I mean, this is awesome that y'all reached out, and and I'm probably, I'm way down the list as far as legends in my own family, much less wow. as far as people from Hooks, but I really appreciate it, and it's great to join y'all. See, I've got two sisters that would say the same thing towards me, but they're just wrong, so it doesn't
2: matter. I mean, uh, uh, you know, I don't think Janae and Jared, probably not listeners of ours, so it may not matter. There you, know? you go. So, I, might,
1: I might should have said I was number one then. That, that, that's,
2: that's the way we do these. We, we, we just... Uh, Jump into it and, and assume that we're better than we are. Yeah. Uh, we didn't warn you that we we, you know, we do have, we think, tens and tens of listeners. So um, so there's no telling who we might reach. There we go. Uh, it's kind of like the AM radio back in the day. Yes. Um, so, um, but we are really glad you're here. Uh, you know, as somebody that uh, we both, you know, um, I had your mom and your dad, you know, for school. Um, I remember your dad a lot more because it was first grade with your mom. Yes. You know, and really, I was still... In the prom of my academic career in first grade, I mean, I was coloring okay. I, I had learned my ABCs. Um, it was more about fourth grade, fifth grade, where, where um, I don't know. I just I just decided to do different things and, and really uh, studying one one of them. So your mom still thought I was a great student. Um, I did well for your dad, but it's because when you're scared to death, you know, you, uh, you tend to do better. We all so, do
1: things a little different when we're scared so. to death. Very true. But you're one of the special people in my life because of the fact that you had my mother in first grade and you had my father in high school. It was amazing. The people that I know like yeah. that, that have done that, yeah. are, uh, remain special to me to this day. Well, and, and uh, my wife and I were talking about this
2: uh, earlier when we, we figured out that uh, we were going to get to meet you uh, today. That uh, um, our daughter had Janae. Bethany had Janae. Yes. And, and, and so, I mean, really, uh, most of my family, you know, has had a Boston uh, as as a teacher. And uh, and your dad, um, I hated science, hated stuff like that. But, I mean, your dad, you know, it wasn't, I mean, his tactics were just straightforward and just here's what we're doing. But. Um, it was very military-esque. <laughs> well, but at the same time, though, I mean, it, I don't know. It, it was, it was a. Uh, it was better than most other – you know, I had Mr. Knight for science. I did well with him because I liked him. But um, it was a lot better than than I thought I would do in that class. Of course, yes. being scared also – I was a terrible yeah. kid to most
0: – to most teachers. This is true. I was not a terrible kid to Mr. Boston, yes. I promise you. And that. it's
1: always fun. I, I was actually uh, recently at a, at a basketball game in d and they were playing Queen City mm-hmm. uh, a middle school game. And I had a Queen City mom walked up to me, saw my face, and said, what's your name? And I told her, and she goes, your dad was my biology teacher and my bus driver. Yeah. So, th- so that happens all yeah. the time. Anywhere in Bowie or Cass County yeah. that I go, I'll run into people that – and then he they, taught
0: driver's ed as
1: driver's, driver's ed as well. Ed as well. I and know. I had him for all of that. So <laughs> it was, uh, besides going home. So so, so, so you're so saying
2: your driving record is perfect. It
1: is not perfect, not but perfect. it is okay. it is okay. very good. It very is Very good,
2: very good. <laughs> I think Danita had him, and she can't drive to save her life. So anyway, um, so I guess it's, you know, it, you can't fix everybody. I guess hey, it, a the, a the,
1: lot of it's it was, about the student as well, and you, Dad would always say that too. You
2: better believe it. Um, So we we have a couple questions, but we just want to talk about, you know, just get to find out what you've been up to. I mean, uh, I've known you, I guess my whole life, uh, but you know, as far as life happens and everybody goes this and that direction. So we'd love to just kind of catch up and and just uh, uh, find out some things, you know, um, a little bit before we started recording, we talked about your dad more about it, you know, how he has influenced, uh, I would say this whole town, uh, people that are from here. Um, so with with him influencing so many young men and women through through coaching and then teaching. See, I never knew Coach Boston. I knew Mr. Boston. And my my thought with him was that what I had always heard is that um, you know he enjoyed teaching so much, you know, that he stepped away to just teach. You know, and and that's I'm not I'm saying that's unheard of, but but um, you know to 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 get rid of a stipend. I mean, my wife's a teacher, so I understand. You know, that those things matter because he focused on teaching uh, as a grown man. That says a lot to me now. So, so he influenced so many people, uh, and I'm sure I, I know that. You know, you and Janae and, and, and Jared, the same thing. But um, has he influenced your coaching style, teaching style? And if
1: so, and I know the answer is yes. You know, kind of how? It's so interesting because I wanted to coach, and so I had that opportunity. And we're all hard headed when we're young. Even when we're young coaches, we're yeah. still adults, but we're kind of hard-headed. And so there I'll never forget there was a certain offense that dad wanted he dad wanted me to teach my kids. And he tried to show it to me in this thick skull of mine. Couldn't I couldn't get it. Yeah. And so yeah, flat, flat uh, you know, fast forward a decade, and I go to a coaching clinic and I see this offense, and I come back and I, I was the head girl's basketball coach at Texas High. And I said, Dad, I've got this offense, I want to take a look at it. And we were the family that had the salt shake out -hmm. they were defense we Mm -hmm. had the glasses that you know we walked everything through and i show it to him and he goes you know that offense i've been trying to show you for 12 years i said (laughs) yes sir he goes that's it so you're ready to learn it now i said yes sir well there's five of us in the family mom dad jared janae and myself Five five starters in a basketball team. We go to the Hooks gym, which Dad had a key to until I was at that age. He opens up the gym. We go out there. We get a basketball. He walks us through it, and I'm like – Why did I not listen to him a decade ago? But that's kind of the story of my life with my dad. Why didn't I listen to him a decade ago when he tried to teach me this? So it was fantastic because for the rest of my coaching career as a varsity coach, we ran that offense and it was always kind of a tip of the hat to my father because that was the offense that he taught me. So it
2: was special, but also you always remembered, you know, what what could have been if I just listened a little sooner? Because I mean, I know, I mean, you know, our both of our, our parents are gone you yes know? but i think daily about if i had just listened a yes. little more in this that area and that so so you get to do both of those as far as uh definitely a tribute to
1: him but also uh, i guess a reminder that uh uh, man, there's always something to learn. Always, and and I tell people all the time that if if I could go back in a time machine, I would have just whatever Jerry Boston told me. I would have done it, yeah. and it would have been amazing how much. And I and I have a I have a blessed life. Oh, Don't yeah, get me wrong, absolutely. brother. Yeah. I have a blessed life, but to imagine what it would be like uh, if I had well, just done what he. And it wasn't like he was forcing me to do it, yeah. which is why I didn't do it. Yeah. But it's kind of one of those things that if I'd have followed his blueprint, yeah. it would have been phenomenal because just look at the man that he was. Yeah. I, I, I think about that all the time. I'm
2: sure I mean, Chris is the same way that that uh, how easy a life could have been over the last 20, 25, 30 years. But how many stories I wouldn't have of, of, of hey, you know guess what i did when i when i was an idiot i
1: was 23 and we were you know you know but that's that's just life and here's yeah. the funny thing i wouldn't trade some of the stupid stuff i did because i can still see his face mm. and i can still hear his laugh at some of the things I did. Now, he wasn't happy with me in the moment, yeah. and he disciplined me in the moment, but then after that, it could be something we'd look back and chuckle about. See, I can't imagine Mr. Boston disciplining anybody. Can you please? <laughs> I mean, I, I, can't,
0: I, can't, I can't picture how that would well, work. Well, he really, most of the time, he didn't have to discipline people. I mean, it. so his, I guess his uh, reputation preceded him, and, and people got in line, I mean, I guess it was our freshman year we had him right and and everybody was Everybody figured out really quickly that you you don't you don't mess
1: around and and, and and you know what was so funny is people later on in life have told me they would say I don't know how you lived with him and I and I always tell them don't get me wrong if if the dad that taught me biology was the dad that right. was at home right. I would have run away years well, ago but that was, he was not the same right. he and that's what I always respected about him is he did yeah. his thing in the classroom yeah. he did his thing on the football field and the basketball gym and then at home and in his church, he was a yeah. father, he was a Christian, and yeah. he, that, that was his thing. When
2: I moved back here, um, and I and I started to see him more and more around town, um, I realized really quick, and of course I, I've never called him Jerry. I mean, just like I mean, I work at the courthouse with Mr. Knight, and I never call him Carol. I just that's exactly. just the, but but I realized really quick, this is a great man. This is so much more than, than, than just the guy that could teach biology. And I was scared to, to act a fool and, and, and knowing him on that level, man, that's been a, it's been a blessing in my life the last 10, 12 years, you know, was getting to know him in a different way. You know, uh, than just
1: just as a kid. Yes, and that's fantastic so. to hear. I'll, t- I'll tell you a quick uh, anecdote. I had a, a dear friend of mine now named Pete Mann, mm-hmm. and Pete Mann's head of the police department at Pleasant Grove Pleasant Grove ISD. And at this time, he was working. He was a student resource officer at the high school and middle school, and he didn't really know me, mm-hmm. but he would see my dad at the games. And he came to me and said, hey, I don't know that much about your father's background. You've told me he coached at Hooks and was a teacher. He said, but I'm telling you, every game I come to there are people that go out of their way to go to where your dad is seated and they hug his neck and they shake his hand and they talk to him. And it's all a positive. And he said, and it's all ages. It's all races. It's all, it's just like he is a magnet for all of these people. And I don't know that I've ever received a bigger compliment on behalf of my father, which I passed on to him Mm -hmm. um, because of just... How unique he was, and it didn't matter how long ago people knew him right. from; they still were attracted to yeah. talking to him. Well, when I think of Mister Boston, I think the the very next name, as far as they just
2: interchange, is Miss Baker. As far as that kind of, you know, that kind of lifelong, you know, impact. What were you gonna say? Oh, I was just gonna say. I mean, so we we are we're, we're painting this
0: picture of him, and and I hope that people don't think that that like because we're saying his discipline and all that was bad. This dude. I never heard him raise his voice. I mean, he, 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 he never raised his voice. He, he was calm and cool and and he was he was a he was a great person.
1: You two are much younger than me. <laughs> if you never heard him raise his voice because I promise you those guys of my generation, we heard him raise his voice, but because he did that, Early by the on. time he got to y'all, mm-hmm. he no longer had to do well, it. See, so you're you are spot see, on.
2: See, we're going to get into this in a little bit with five questions and that's going to reach into the class of 87. Yeah. Which which is I mean I mean, geez, I mean, hooks kind of, kind of. You talk about tumbling down the hill after. So, so uh, we're going to get into some of why he may have had to raise his voice because y'all, you know, y'all were. I'm not saying y'all were bad. We had a class, but
1: there's no doubt y'all
2: were y'all were definitely uh, definitely a infamous, well known. I don't know how you put that. So, well, so obviously you touched on him helping
0: your coaching style. So, did you always know that you wanted to be a coach? Did that was that, or is that something that happened?
1: You know, I think there was a part of me that I always wanted to coach. Mm-hmm. I actually went to went to uh, what's now Texas A and M Commerce. At the time, was East Texas State at Commerce, and was an accounting major. Mm-hmm. And Dad always said, "By the end of your sophomore year, I need you to know what you're doing." Like you need, you don't need yeah. to waste any more time. It's okay to take those first couple of years getting your, yeah. you know, getting those. Uh, yeah, we're well, you taking basically the same thing. Yeah. But after that, you need to know. And I'll never forget. I came home for spring break my sophomore year, and. I wanted to coach. Mm. And so I was a business, I was accounting major. I wish, here's the one one regret I do have. I should have finished out the accounting degree Mm. because I could have taught and coached and had an accounting degree. Instead, I changed the business education thinking that I'll teach for 30 years, retire when I'm 52 and start my own business. Now what's funny and and I'm sure we'll get into this, (laughs) but at age 52, I was out of teaching. I had started my own business, but I took a circuitous route through some other business ventures and got out of education and then got back in but it all kind of came together and all that started when I was a sophomore and knew hey what dad wants me to do I need to know what I'm gonna do and I just it it was in my blood I still wanted to be in the gym I wanted to work with young people Mm -hmm. and and that's what I had the opportunity to do for 24 years so it was fantastic that's awesome that's awesome and and you and Jared both am I right y'all never coached or taught at Hooks Never did. It never Neither worked out. W- w- and, and the other ironic thing uh, about the difference between my brother and I uh, is that I went to multiple places mm. all over the state of Texas. Wichita Falls, the Metroplex. I uh, moved to Georgia and did wow. business. Uh, came back here. And um, Jared got a job after he graduated college at Atlanta yeah. High School. And has been there ever since. I knew he'd been there a long time. Yeah, I didn't know that that was. He's been there ever since. And, I've t- and I told him, he looked at some opportunities down through his career because mm-hmm. he's been highly successful at Atlanta. And I told him, I said, don't get caught up in the A's. In other words, it doesn't matter if it's a 1A school, a 6A right. school. Don't worry about that. Because everybody gets fired up and thinks, man, I bet it's awesome coaching at a 5A. And I've done that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're right. You coach phenomenal athletes. I've coached multiple NFL and an NBA player because I coached at a bigger school in the Metroplex. But here's the deal, guys. Those other schools you're playing have those Uh, guys as well. And so it's not – you don't get to play against – 2a teams and you're at a 5a school so it's all relative and he yeah. has been highly successful yeah. could not be prouder of my brother and I think it's cool that he's settled in one place he married an Atlanta girl they've got four wonderful children three of which the three boys yeah. have pl- gotten to play for their dad so it's just it could not have gone better for them
2: yeah we've we've grown tired of watching his kids shoot threes yeah um, and over the years thing is we got what, three more years of it three more least, years right? of yeah. yes. so do you think he even can speak Bowie County anymore I, I mean, he's I, been, I, he's, Cass he's been in Cass County a while. Right? He has been there a while. I mean
0: it's been when yeah. you go
2: over there to Cass
0: County, they're they're different people.
2: <laughs> I'm sure they think the world of us. Hey, they, <laughs> they say the you same know same they know so sure. that river. <laughs> we have
0: we, we are we are okay to say that.
2: You know what we both can agree on Morris County. We we can both agree on there. So yeah. yeah, anyway. Yes, very true. So uh um so we talked about, you know, getting retired and and, and uh starting a business um, now you're not coaching teams, right? Now you're right. coaching individuals.
0: with individuals. individuals? It's, it's buckets yeah. with Boston.
1: Yes. So, so I got out of coaching, got out of teaching, and buckets with Boston I started a couple of years ago, kind of uh, accidentally, to be honest. I had a, a young lady whose daughter had played for me at Pleasant Grove High School. She had a son who didn't make his seventh grade team and was preparing to try out for eighth grade. And so she called and said, hey, can you work with him? How much would you charge? I'm like, I have no idea. Let me take some time and let me get back to you. So I called my brother, several other coaches, a lot of coaches that had had interactions as I I had with basketball trainers. I just never knew how much they were charging my players. Okay, So we end up doing that, and uh, I get back with her. We start doing the lessons, and I'm very proud that he was my very first student, and he made the eighth grade team. As has every player who has come to me in a similar spot wanting to try out with a team, right now we're at 100%. If they came and we worked with them, they've made that team that they tried out for. And this year, he started a couple of games as a sophomore on the varsity. Now, what's cool to me, he doesn't want anybody to know who he is. He didn't want anybody to know he was working with a basketball trainer. I've totally respected that, and I think it's really cool that he wanted to do the grind, he wanted to do the work, and he didn't want to get any kudos or shout-out about it. Now, I shout-out kids at every opportunity if they're okay with it and their parents are okay with it, but that was our start. And as of today, I've had the opportunity to work with 220 kids from 27 different school districts. And if you'd have pressed me on it, I wouldn't have been sure there were 27 school districts around this area to be able to do that. But I've gone everywhere from Broken Bow to Mineola, Shreveport to DeKalb. Wow. So, I mean, it's just kind of been all over the place yeah. and it's been
2: fan- a fantastic experience. So so have you thought about, you know, like a, you know I, we see this happening more and more like with the baseball stuff. Have you thought about... Building kind of a brick and mortar type thing, or because I I know you go. I mean, I see the pictures. You're going into people's people's yards. Yes, yes,
1: yes. and and that's the the cool part is if if the people have a basketball goal, I come to them, Mm. and I've even told people because every once in a while people kind of. Well, I don't really have much, like my court looks like this. Let me tell you this, guys. Nothing has touched Camellia Street backyard where my brother and sister played so much that there was no grass. We dribbled all the grass dead, and now we had a court. Nowhere have I been, and, and it was great, but nowhere have I been was as bad as what that was. So it's been great to go to people. I've gone to churches, I've gone to schools, Uh, Church on the Rock on University Avenue has outside courts, Mm -hmm. which has been fantastic. Uh, Grady T. Wallace Park. Hats off to Texarkana, Texas uh, Parks and Rec. They put glass backboards with breakaway rims over there in Liberty ILO at Grady T. And that's been great. Mm -hmm. So right now, um, everything's working well with just that. Kinda now, you get kind of in the winter months yeah. and you get in the July heat. And, yes, it would be nice yeah. to, to have a brick and mortar. But that's not going to stop me from, you right. know, going to where the people are and where where they need me. So has have you seen the opportunity, and I, I know the answer to this, too, because I know you and
2: know your dad. Um, there's a lot more opportunity than just basketball as yeah. far as the, you know. Uh, reaching and just working with, with kids in general today as far as just kind of where they are and what they need. I imagine a lot of them, uh, and, and I, I don't, I'm not I'm not assuming things about people. I'm just thinking that based on, on ministry experience and based on just being in hooks and being in small towns, you know, uh, a lot of good can be done uh, on, on many levels simply by, you know, just a basketball lesson. Yes. And I say that, you know, um,
1: sarcastically as far as the idea it's not just a basketball yeah. lesson. You and you, you use the word, and, and I know how it applies to you, because you and I have known each other a long time, ministry, yeah. and this is mine. Yeah. And so one of the things that I, I told every player, and this came to me when I was a first-year coach, and I've said it ever since to every kid I've ever worked with, is at the end of our time together, if you look back, and, and the best thing you can say is, Coach Boston taught me how to do a left-handed layup. I have failed miserably Mm -hmm. as a coach. I don't care how many playoff games we've won. I don't care how many district titles we've won. If all you can say is that the best thing I taught you was something that's a physical ability to play basketball, I have failed miserably. Because there are so many life lessons Mm -hmm. that you can learn through athletics that I was taught through basketball that I want to pass on. Mm -hmm. And so there is not one lesson that I've Done that, my father has not been in my mind. He might have spoken through my mouth because I hear him saying things. And my only wish is that dad would have lived long enough to see Buckets with Boston because he is who inspired this. And so it's cool that my first name does not appear in Buckets with Boston because to me, that's all of it. Like my brother's in that, my mother's in that, my sister's in that, and my father's in that. And that's what makes it so special to me. He
2: could probably say hey you know what he just taught you I tried to get him to learn something like that at one point and and you know and he he fought me on it but now here he is you, you know so, 100% on
1: so that So you're a lot
2: you're a little older than than me and I and I didn't know
0: y'all when y'all were kids but I hear stories that Mr. Boston basically he had he had I guess Things for y'all to do each day, you and your brother, as far as basketball. Tell us about that.
1: Yes, and, and real quick, my first basketball experience, I actually got in trouble because I'm two years older than Jared, and Jared was a newborn in the crib, okay? And we're 23 months apart. So that means I was probably 24, 25, 26 months yeah, old, yeah. and I'm shooting rolled-up socks into his uh, baby in, crib, into crib. And so I get <laughs> while in trouble. He's there. Yes, okay. while he's yeah. there. Yeah. While he's there. hey. I wanted my change, you know that went in, throw my change back, and uh, so did that, and then uh, a quick story, I had an assistant coach at Pleasant Grove named J.W. Bramlett, his father was mayor of Texarkana at one time, and J.W. one day asked me a question, and you know, during practice kind of came to the side and said, hey Jason, I got a question coach, how long, like when did you learn how to do all these ball handling drills that you teach the girls? And I told him, I said, hey, this is going to sound arrogant, and I don't mean it that way, and it's not that I'm not a cocky dude, because I am, especially when it comes to basketball. I said, but I'm just being honest with you. I said, I don't remember when I couldn't Mm -hmm. do it. And that speaks to how early dad got Mm -hmm. us grounded in the fundamentals. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people remember like like older than me, their first experience with the Boston brothers was, I remember when your dad was the head boys basketball coach at Hook's and dad was there from 72 to 1980 and you and your brother were on the sidelines at halftime, and y'all would be dribbling between your legs, behind your back, doing all this ball handling stuff. And what's so funny is I'll agree, and they were exactly right. What they don't know is that's because dad kicked us out of the dressing room. But we thought the coolest thing ever was he let us sit on the bench, and when the teams came over there and broke a timeout, guys, he let us put our hands in there with them and do the break. And when you're seven years old, that's, oh, it was, it well, was great. Y'all could have set a hat out there and made some money. We could have, for, I mean, we could have. And, and here's what's so funny that, that people really don't understand is that was an open floor. Mm-hmm. And since that time, there's never been an open floor with a basket that I wasn't shooting yeah. it. So the fact that I stayed on the sidelines and just dribbled, yeah. it, th- that, that's pretty phenomenal in itself. So, well, uh, you want to have a little fun? Always. So
2: we have this game. It's called Five Questions With, and, and today it's Five Questions with Jason Boston. Um, and uh, just like to have some fun. It's usually, it's things about what, it's pertaining to hooks, the person. Yeah, um, just kind of come up with some good questions. Funny questions, maybe funny, maybe... Well, see, we say funny. It's funny to us, I don't know if that's funny. Correct, yeah. We laugh at our own stuff a lot, so...
1: Good or bad, I've pretty much lived my whole life off the top of my head, so this ought ought to probably go well. I've had good practice with this. It's made for you, I think. I think. So the first one, I'm going to ask it,
2: because this this was mine, okay, okay, to come up with. It's a true-false question, okay? Okay. So, true-false, when it comes to every HHS senior class after 1987... Only getting a day trip as a senior trip, Randall Baggett is responsible. True. Thank you. One hundred percent. He he's been telling me that for about ten years now that that's not true, and I'm just not that I was there, but but I have I had good again good references because I knew all of you. Good. Lo- love
1: you, Randall Baggett. But sorry, so, yes, you're so, hundred. He was a hundred percent responsible. And by the way, Dad loved him for that. Like, Dad, <laughs> Randall Baggett is, oh, he's in the upper echelon of people of, of how my father felt about well, him the, because he didn't have to go on senior overnight senior trips anymore. I was going to say, the
2: senior trip for 1995 was we got to, to Six Flags and an hour and a half later it started pouring down. Uh, so, thank you, Deputy Baggett. I'm going to throw that in there, too. So, so uh, uh, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll ask this one. Um, this, this was one just from, from knowing your dad, going to school. So did Mr. Boston – did he call all of y'all by just your
1: last names also? You know, he never called me anything, which was interesting because people have asked that before. Hey, did he call you Jason or did he call you Boston? I was going to say, did he, you just walk around he going he to ne- house, Boston? He, Boston? Never, okay. he never called me anything. Here was a funny thing real quick, kind of a, a little – I'll throw a little trivia. And, and unfortunately, uh, it's the late, great Andre Larry that played at Hooks, was a defensive tackle, and was mm. phenomenal – one of there might have been another, but he's the only one I know of that who dad called by his first name. And the reason was had he called him by his dad told me this, had he called him by his last name, which was Larry, he would have been left wondering now what's what's his last name? But since he Did had a had first two, name as he had name. two first names, yeah. so Dad called him Andre. Okay. Everybody else he called him by their last name. He um one time it hadn't been long enough in the
2: school yet year, year to to know that you didn't ever finish class or like I didn't get done with what I was doing early no, in class? Never. Now I was doing the work, which was crazy compared to most other classes I was in. Okay. I was doing the work. Yes. But I want to say about three minutes till the bell, I got done and it's early, it's in the fall. So I hadn't been there long enough to know. And I closed my book.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: good Lord. <laughs> now he didn't, he didn't yell and scream, didn't he? Yeah. Briggs, yeah, yes, sir. Do You know everything in that book? No, sir. Well, I suggest you open it and find something you don't know and read it. There you go. Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, I mean, I was reading the table of contents if I had to. Learning from it.
1: bell to bell, so right? I had a, I had a dear friend of mine who I'm not going to name any names, Tracy Fork. I was going to say, who, we already know. We who, already named names. So who yeah. uh, who got smart and decided he was? He knew that that dad was always going to ask, have you read, mm-hmm. have you finished your work? And they finished their work and that book's closed. And he would say, have you, have you read chapter 14? And always the answer was no, sir. And he would always say, this was his three word response. Get on it, Get okay? On it. So Tracy reads the next chapter oh, and no. does the work. Oh, no. So he's finished chapter 13. Dad says, Fort, why is that book closed? Yes, sir. He goes, have you, fin- have you read and finished chapter 14? And Tracy kind of kicks back and smiles and says, yes, sir. And he goes, chapter 15? And Tracy goes, no, sir. And dad hit him with get on it. it. So you could net you were gonna have to finish the whole year. I learned that day to don't don't overachieve, don't get
2: done early. Just get just get done. Get done. So that was probably the only class I was getting stuff done in. Keep two
1: hands on that microscope as well.
2: Yes. We had laser never I'll I'll get off topic on all the stuff we had then. Go ahead, Chris. What's number three? Number three uh, is a good one. So which Boston brother is the best basketball player? Okay, this is
1: what's so funny. Had that not been one of the questions, I was going to add that question because in all the years, the most asked question I've ever had is which one between you and Jared is better. Okay. And my brother gave the best answer. And since then I've stolen his answer and it's what I'll use. And it's what I'll share with you guys. My brother said this, if you have to coach one of the Boston brothers for the entire basketball season and live with that dude at practice and day in and day out. He said, You want Jared. Agreed. So, just, just that we'll go with that one. That, However, mm. if you need a Boston brother to take you on the road and get <laughs> 35 and get you a big win on the road, you want Jason. And I think that is the perfect description of. The I, two of us. I feel like we
2: need to have a follow up at some point, like at the court, you know, and we no, could do right? like a, we could do like a little live stream
1: and just. I'd love that. I would love that. that but my brother point. was a very. Good we may have player. to do
2: some editing though. You know, with the
1: he's got you a little bit
2: on height
0: though, doesn't he?
1: Oh, you're the second person today <laughs> who is who has said. Dang. You and Jared look a lot alike, and I like we do. And they go, but he's a little taller. Like, how does that even come <laughs> in the comment? We're only talking about what we look like right. or who's the better player, and somehow taller, taller. he's a little bit taller than you are. Always comes up. We were we were talking basketball.
2: It's a metric. It's a measurable, right? <laughs> it well, is. We were talking. It is a talking measurable. Basketball was was it Coach Jackson or Bowles a few weeks earlier and. And one of them couldn't believe that I wasn't a basketball star. I don't understand their <laughs> problem with that. What, what you know? So, yeah, me um, let me ask this one, and then you, you can finish this yeah. out. So, uh, another good Mr. Boston trivia thing. We just just curious about: Did he ever stomp the brake when he was teaching you how to drive? When he was teaching me, yeah, he did not. Did he ever have to re- he'd never have to hit his brake on the passenger. He
0: never side had any. So he and, was and, no, or I guess, famous for drivers in and, and pushing doing the yeah, brake
1: now, here's what's funny, two, two parts to this. From the time Jared and I were very young, we drove on the back roads of Whitesboro, Texas, where my dad was from. Mm-hmm. And so I'll never forget there was this tiny bridge that we would have to keep it in there to get across that tiny bridge. As an adult, I drove across it. It's a normal sized bridge. Yeah. But as a little kid, it seemed small. So we had experience doing it. Now the funny thing was, and I won't name names on this, but there were a couple of girls that I knew that were in the class of 87 who drove with me in the summer during driver's ed. And Dad said, "That's going to be embarrassing. You haven't been practicing, and these two girls are going to get in the car, and they're going to be able to drive great. And I'm going to have to stomp that brake for my <laughs> own son." Now, bless their hearts, they had not driven at all, and by day two, he had me out on interstate, so it didn't really work out the way he thought it would. But he was really he was looking drape. forward so to you had being him able for driver's to. Ed. I had yeah. him for driver's ed. I did. And, he didn't and, get the break. and I rode the school bus when I was in early high school, before I got my driver's license. And Lester, for it, we talked about Tracy Mm -hmm. earlier. Lester and I used to sit in the front seat, right behind Dad. So in the mirror, we could see when people were acting up. And we're sitting there just praying they would sit down before Dad saw them. Because we'd see them first. Mm -hmm. And if Dad saw them, he fired on them now. And that was, he would make, it'd make Lester and I jump. Because it was just, he had that booming voice. He had the military haircut. Like it was... He he was intimidating yeah, for sure. He was,
2: he was. Well, I was. That's a good one. I didn't know if you had, if you had to slam the brakes on you or not. But he uh, did,
1: he did not. Thankfully.
2: What's number five? So what's um, something funny that
0: about your dad, Mister Boston, that maybe somebody outside the family wouldn't know? or, okay, b- so, or believe. Yes. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so so I've shared this one a little bit with other people, but I I, I think y'all will enjoy it. Um, so, I was living in Hooks with my father and my sister when I, was co- when I was the head coach at Pleasant Grove. Okay. And we had a team my second year at PG that one district went undefeated, went three rounds in the playoffs. We only lost five games the entire year, okay? Um, so, the summer after the season was over, there was something that I realized every night. And Dad came to just about every yeah. game. And I would get home at night and dad had his lazy boy that sat right by the door. And he had leaned back and fall asleep, but he knew when I opened that door I was home and he would pop up. And when I opened the door, the 27 nights that we won, when I walked in the door, he would say, he would greet me with, hey coach, that's a good job right there. And we would talk about the game. The five times that we lost and I walked in that door, dad would pop up and go, Hey, fella, what happened tonight? <laughs> so when we won, I was coach. Yeah. When we lost, I was I fella. That. And then the, la- the other funny thing that y'all don't enjoy from that same season, when we only lost five times. One of them was in the playoffs, mm. and we won some big games. Like it was the first time in PG history the girls beat Longview. Okay. And we went to a tournament. We beat Longview and Kilgore on the same day. We went to Whitehouse, who had beaten us about 30 the year before, and we beat them wow. 35. And so I got to thinking about that. And during that summer, I said, you know, Dad, we had 27 wins. We went three rounds in the playoffs, one district. We had all these big wins. You were there for the majority of them. I said, but three of the biggest wins we had the whole year were road wins and tournament wins against really good competition, and you weren't there. And Dad looked at me and said, Didn't think you were going to win them, fella. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So so he, he like knew. But that made it even more special yeah. that we had won those games because when he didn't think you were going to win it and you were able to pull it out, it was nice to get to yeah. call him Hello? on the phone yeah, and, and hear that surprise in his voice. But he was always extremely proud of all three of us yeah. as players. Yeah. He's He was always he was always extremely proud of my brother and myself as coaches and our mother was yeah. too. Yeah. And both of them played. My mom, we never understood because my mom played in the days of six-on-six six, yeah. and she was a defensive stopper. They put, she was a little guard. My mom was five foot. Yes. They put her on the best player on the other team and she lived for that. And I never, I'm a shooter. I never understood. I said, mom, you never got to shoot. Never did. Didn't want to. I got to play defense. But I will say this. I was in junior high and they had a faculty game and my mom played, and it was the only game, to my knowledge, that she played five on five. And she was everywhere. She threw behind I the back passes. <laughs> she laid it up. See, she stole it from <laughs> people. And she could play. And she had us kids respect the rest of the way as far as her basketball ability. So,
2: so all this time, not that not that Mr. Boston does not get the credit, but maybe he's got more. He's getting I mean, more than he I should. Mean, maybe. Yeah. I
1: mean, and he would have given her oh, the be, credit oh, as know. well. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. funny later. Later in life, uh, dad would dad would get tired during basketball season. Like mm. he was kind of worn down, and, and my mother was kind of worried about mm. him and was checking and couldn't really figure out why is he so, you know why is he so run down. And then one day it dawned on her, and she told me she said, "Jason, I finally figured out why your dad's so tired." She said, "During his career, he was responsible for one team." Hmm. But now with you two boys coaching yeah. local high schools, he's responsible for two. Yeah. Yeah. It's wearing him out. He's following, so tired yeah. from yeah. following, and, and he was in on every single
2: yeah. play. I, I know, um, and, and I'm just, just thinking about it because you're talking about your mom and your dad together. Um, I remember uh, before she got sick, it, it, Well, and, 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 we, and during some, it was so good to see them together. Yes. To see how that's really when when my my eyes started to see something different I was watching him with your mom, and I was and I you know, of course I'm also I'm grown at the time I'm married I have my own kids but I'm a young young father yes and and I just remember thinking, man he loves her that 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 man flat out loves her
1: hundred with everything he was and everything he had. They were married for 45 years. And after she passed, he told Jared and Janae and I, he said, listen, I want to be here for you guys. Mm -hmm. And I want to be here for those grandkids. But please, when I go, don't cry for me because at any point that God's ready to take me to heaven, I'm ready because your mother's not here anymore. And my mom told us that the day of my dad's funeral, she said, I want you to know I'm
2: ready to go. Of course, we're all like, shut up. Yes. But she, and she was. Yes. She was ready to go. And, 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 and those, those those are just two of, of the marriages and relationships that, that I like to look at and think phenomenal. of. But that's,
1: that's how you do it. And you know just how you looked at my parents is exactly how I looked at your parents because we knew yeah. each other and everything like that. And I, And one more thing I'll throw out there, and this has turned out to be true. Throughout my life as an adult, something Dad said after my pa- my mother passed away, we were at the cemetery visiting yeah. her gravesite, and my father said, "Whoever said time heals all wounds wow. was a liar," yeah. and he is a hundred percent correct on that. I, you learn
2: to manage because I know you miss your mom and dad every day. I miss every my every day. Dad. You, you learn to kind of manage and 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 you get better at it, and you see you know god does great things you know as far as like with my family and and then i see my kids grow and it's then it becomes a two-edged sword because i see them doing great things and that that lifts me up but then the first thing i think of is is man i wish they were here to see it that's it but the the next thought is is you know if you love them that much you could never wish them back here to this place not so, a chance because so, i mean we talk about the the good times we're having and have had and the best time i've had on this earth is is well, filthy garments, compared to, compared to what you know, what, what, what lies ahead. So, and not to get all churchy and preachy, I, you know, I just but I just when I think about when my perception of your dad changed, uh, and it wasn't a bad perception. It was just from a student to 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 seeing him, you know, in a different light. It was watching him take care of your mom, yes. uh, and man, that was a. Uh, it was just it was good for me. Uh, and I didn't realize it at the time, but it was good for me, and that that I would see it play out
1: uh, with my parents a few years later. Absolutely, you know, in, in those moments. So. Uh, another Hooks graduate, class of '85, Keith Shooty. Oh yeah, Keith Shooty was at my father's visitation, and we were talking, and Keith shared something with me that I'll never forget, and I've shared it every opportunity I have with had with people. Is I know we want them to be here. He said, but if you ever noticed, it's kind of ironic that we're praying. For them to stay out of heaven and yeah. stay with us when they've spent their whole lives living to get to go home, yeah. Yeah. and so it's one of those that yeah. it, that it really you uh, in brings you perspective, one hundred percent. And that's just one of those human things. Yeah, it is. You know? It absolutely. Uh, now is. Now, the older
2: I get, the more I understand my mom talking about being homesick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm only 45 right now, but I mean I understand it a little bit more. Just just as far as you know just just life and and just getting older and just you know
1: uh and you know the older we get the more people we have that have gone home than we have who are on their way to go home yeah and that kind of that kind of changes it does. changes some perspective it on does. some things as well but it also makes us want to reach as many people through yeah. each and everything well, that we do absolutely and and, and you know when we we've talked about you know the reason we
2: do this is we have fun and when and you know, we joke about not having any listeners and stuff like that, but the reality is, is why we do this, um, is to is to have one more way, man, to to reach out and to maybe tell people who don't know, hey, this is a pretty good place, you know, especially especially if you're looking for somewhere, you know, this is a pretty good place to be. We love it, Now of course. You know, I'm. You know, we're homers. We may have to edit out stuff about PG girls. I'm just saying that that may be something that gets cut. Understood.
1: I'm just, you know, I respect your editing ability. I mean, so, the, yeah, the
2: I '90s hooks horned in me. I just don't know if I can. No, I'm just kidding, man. I, I am. A couple of my best friends are from PG.
1: I'm not going to name names because they'll give me crap over it. Yeah. But
2: you know. Uh-huh. And it's
1: funny because so many Hooks graduates have gone there. Yep. You know, have moved to Texas, moved, Canada, yeah, yeah. and their kids went there, and we yep. got to know each other, which was funny as well. Because I would, I would uh, have their their children, and they thought I was going to be like Dad, and the and I'm not. Yeah, no. Like I would never pretend no. to be like Dad, yeah. and and our personalities were one. At, now he and Jared very much yep. alike. It's just like I've had people have come up and gone man, I cannot believe how much you look like your dad. And the next thing out of my mouth is, you had not seen Jared, have you? Mm. And then they'll kind of look around and they'll go, oh, you're not kidding. Like, he looks more like your dad than you do. Because Mr. Boston was taller too, wasn't he? He had some height too. You know, we used to always, Jared and I growing up, we used to always ask Dad, Dad, you're 6'2", and you knew you were going to be a basketball coach, and you knew your sons were going to want to play basketball. Why? No offense to mom, why but why did you marry a five-two woman? And he goes, "Fellas, y'all didn't y'all didn't study gametes very closely, did you? Because the result would not have been you two had it been a different woman." And we're like, "Touche. We'll take our five-nine and yeah. go yeah. shoot the ball." Well, my my. My boy has
2: the nerve to gripe about being six four every so often. I just say, "Listen, I'm gonna get on this chair and choke you out if you don't <laughs> shut up, okay?" Because because uh, some of us ain't six anything. No, so I would I would have loved to have been six. Something. My dad used to say he was five eleven and a half. My mom would laugh every time. Like, you you <laughs> you wish. So hey, man, it's been so much fun. We Absolutely. appreciate you coming on. Absolutely. So
0: how so how do kids? Yes. How do kids yeah. get in touch with you for Buckets for Boston? We yes. to make sure we get to know that.
1: So feel free to reach out on Facebook okay. or Instagram. I've got both uh, Jason Boston and on Instagram is Jason Ray Boston as well as buckets with Boston okay. on both of those uh, social media platforms I'm um, also got a phone number I don't mind sharing it's 903-908-5257 okay. and as I said if the if they have a basketball goal at their house I'll come to you if you don't or you would rather meet me somewhere else we'll plenty of places and we and we can work something out on that but please reach out
2: cool we'll we we'll to make sure you know we'll we'll share this we'll we'll you know tag you in it and Absolutely. you can share as much as you want maybe we can get up to 25 listeners, 26. Who knows what's going to happen? Fantastic. Um, but we really do appreciate you coming on. It's always good to to, to go down memory lane. You know, uh, um, part of the thing about getting older is I just remember how good the 80s actually were. Oh. You know, and, and how easy it was, and yes. and the best music ever. So I mean, I, I don't. Know, that, that's my opinion anyway. But uh, Th- this uh, is
1: not original. But I could not have I could not mean it more if it had been me that originated this. But I wish. When we were in the good old days, yes. somebody would have told us. I'm, you know where I, that comes from, or at least where
2: I've heard it, because I'm an office junkie, and Andy, it, Bern- Andy did, Bernard said it, he that. did say he that. Said, I wish I wish there was a way you could know when you're in the good old days that that that.
1: that, that that's where you were basically that's it. because and, uh, there's no doubt that yes. that uh being in being in school from elementary school all the way through high school and hooks at hooks was yeah. was a big part of that for me yeah absolutely so again brother appreciate you
2: uh all the success in the world to you hope for that uh, we'll we'll share this and and just i'm just proud to to you know get to share some time and and uh, catch up with you chris getting to meet you i guess uh, officially or what yeah, so yeah. so uh i'm sure he's heard legend stories you know but so uh we'll um hope Buckets of Boston takes off. Mike Smith talks about the Bostons a Mike lot. Mike Smith does, yes. Mike Smith's gonna be on here at some point too. Very good. So uh um Class of 87. 87. Uh, we can just have the whole class except for Randall Baggett. So <laughs> let's take a break and we will be right back. All right, everybody, we're back
0: from our break. Um we like to thank Mr. Jason Boston for attending and being a part of the, the, great time. the yeah. tunnel crew has podcast. Yeah. Um, lots of great memories and, yeah. and, you know, brought up memories for us. And, and it was just an awesome time hearing about him and, and Mr. Boston and their family and, yeah. and basketball and buckets with boston and and if you if you got a kid that that needs some uh, basketball instructions, give him a holler he's got a Facebook page Instagram all that buckets with Boston yeah he but, put his number on
2: you know, you talk, yeah. he gave us his number all ago um, so much more than just basketball he can teach you as far as just just to uh, you know just just maybe be a good person you yeah. know and, and, and how to work hard uh, man their family. Their family just one of those families we always think of as far as uh, growing up here. what made Hooks so special. So yeah, if you think if you think Hooks, you you definitely think the ball. Absolutely, bosses, absolutely. Sure. So so appreciate him being on again. Uh, hey, next week, uh, Mr. Eric Aiken will be with us. He'll join us. Uh, we've got a a thing coming up that it's the basketball version of Fields of Faith. It's called Court of Champions. He's going to come and talk about that, and uh, and who knows what else because. Um, so we're
0: talking about the Eric Aiken. That had a had some had some kind of part role absolutely in the Hornet being torn down. Absolutely, we're bringing the Pleasant Grove Eric Aiken. We on. we
2: are yes, Pleasant Grove back when they played with their own players and didn't score very often. So yes, Pleasant Grove Eric Aiken. Um, so we'll play five questions with him. Uh, we will probably well we'll harass him a lot about about what his school has done over the years. Um, so. Uh, but no, he'll he'll bring some good information about what's coming up. Always love having him around and being just just being being part of what he's doing. So hey, it's been a great day. Uh, it's about time to eat lunch. Uh, I'm gonna blow your mind today. You ready?
0: Yeah.
2: I'm getting the big salad because, dude, I've I, I've I've actually been working hard this week. You turned over a new leaf. Turned over a new leaf. I lost five pounds this week, working my tail off, trying to not become who I who I was. Uh, and, uh, so I'm gonna have the big salad. I'm gonna try not to quote my wife, drown it in dressing because she says that that deletes it. But I don't, I don't. You know. Well, so. that that's a good thing about Joe's, right? So you can
0: actually come here and eat some healthy stuff if you want to. You can,
2: you can and it's and it's good.
0: I mean, it's a good salad. So I'm I'm gonna do that. And we're about. actually getting secret menu stuff, right? So secret menu stuff. So we we're getting something that's not on the menu today. She's. Um, Lori back there in the back has mixed up some chicken salad and, and so she's gonna throw some at least for me, she's gonna throw some chicken salad on the big salad yes. instead of grilled chicken and uh, or fish or something. So chicken salad on the on the salad Ooh. and we're going and I'm I'm not eating it because it it's it's healthy. I'm eating it because it's it's probably gonna be really good. And it's I like be chicken good. salad. Yeah. I might have more like the portion may be so big that it it deletes out
2: any health. That you could have got something deep fried. To be better. Yeah. So, well, <clears throat> I'm gonna eat it because it's gonna it sounds good and I and, and I think it's definitely gonna be less calories than what I've been eating. So so y'all come
0: on down, get you some food. We always we want to thank Katie and Joe's for allowing us to be here. And yep. uh, um, I guess we'll see y'all next week. We'll see you next week.